Get ready, guys. It's almost time for the show. Not yet. No, still waiting. Almost time. Hold. Almost. Almost. Almost there. It kind of reminds me of Luke in the Trench in the Death Star. Have you ever seen that movie? It's pretty good. It's called Star Trek. is the one with the elf ears. Orlando Bloom played Spock, I think. Waiting. Almost time. Hold. Almost. Almost. place in a fictional universe where cats actually gave a shit about something.
Stay tuned, it's almost time for the 11th anniversary of Nowhere in Mulberry slash Entertainment Landfill. Can you believe that these fools have been doing this show for this long? 11 years. That's like 10 years plus an additional year, in fact it's exactly like that. One more year and it will be 12 years. Wow, that's even more impressive. Shouldn't we wait to make a big deal out of this next year? Well, we're already here so we might as well celebrate. Get ready, guys, it's almost time for the show. Not yet. No, still waiting. Almost time. Hold. Almost. Almost. Showtime, 11 years with the Mulberry Boys. to Entertainment Landfill. Film, television, pop culture. It's where you find it.
excuse us, we're not Mexicans. We're from out of town. We were wondering if you could tell us where the best hotel in town is. There's no hotel in this town. Great. No hotel. I could kill somebody. Excuse me. You are the... <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> we have heard of you. No kidding. <laughs> I have a message for you. The German says to wait here. Yeah. Well, so long as we've got some time to kill, I think I'll have a beer. We don't have no beer, just tequila. What, what's tequila? It's like beer. Is it fattening? Fattening? Forget it. If it's like beer, we'll have some. Three tequilas. Sure, sure, amigos. Enjoy yourselves. <coughs> Try not to get into too much troubles, okay? <laughs> May I help you? Uh, yes. This is not the best breakfast I ever ate, and I'd like my money back. Uh, okay, uh, I believe you have to fill out a form for that. Uh, no, I'd like my money back now. I'm sorry, it doesn't work that way. You see, I have to fill out a form and, well, you ate most of it already, so... You see that sign? It says 100% guaranteed. You know what the meaning of guarantee is? Do they teach you that here? Sir, if you just wait a minute... Look, just put your little hand back in the cash register and give me my $2.75 back, please. Brad? Sir, if you just give me a minute, I'll find the forms. I'll take care of everything. I don't have a minute. You've made me late enough. I am so tired of dealing with incompetence. It says 100% guaranteed, you moron. Mister, if you don't shut up, I'm going to kick 100% of your ass. Uh, is there a problem here? Can I help you, sir? You bet you have a problem. Your employee here used profanity and threatened me with violence. I'm surprised. I eat here all the time and usually have good service until today. All I wanted was my money back on this breakfast. It was a little undercooked. And he threatens me with violence. Now, I'm going to call your supervisor. Uh, I can take care of it. Mr. Hamilton, did you threaten this customer or use profanity in any way? Uh... Why? He insulted me first. He called me a moron, Dennis. Answer me. Did you threaten this customer or use profanity in any way? Yes. You're fired. I'm very sorry, sir. I'll refund your money right now. Hope you won't hold this against us. You know how these young kids are these days. Here we are. Perhaps another breakfast. I hope you had a hell of a piss, Arnold. Brave amigos are we, brother to brother and everyone, a brave amigo. Wherever they need us, our destinies lead us, amigos, we're always together. <laughs> Wherever we go, we're brave amigos, and we'll be amigos forever. Amigos, we are the three amigos. 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 We are the three amigos
Jesus! <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's time for Entertainment Landfill! 11 years of Entertainment Landfill, and we're back! We had an intro just like the good old days, and I'm here with Stephen the Pop Culture Zealot! Hello! Hello! What's happening? What's up, Stephen? Nothing. But it's not just you and me. We're also here with Mulberry Bill, the Mulberry Historian! Hey, guys! Hey, Bill! What is up, Bill? Not a whole lot. All right, I'll stop shouting now. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? I'm excited. I'm glad to have you both here. We're here to celebrate the 11th anniversary of Nowhere in Mulberry slash Entertainment Landfill. It's so great to... Uh, wait, it's great, but it's also unfathomable, isn't it? It's crazy. Like, usually when you start a podcast, you're supposed to quit after like a year, you aren't pod you? Pod fade. Yeah, it's called pod fading. Why haven't we pod faded is what I want to know. Because we're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> As TRS-80 said, fools. But uh, I don't know. We're still... A podcast somehow things have changed a little bit but it's still podcasting there's still a feed you can subscribe to and no matter what something will end up on it you know it took me years to realize it doesn't have to be exactly the same thing all the time jason it does why not <laughs> when huh? we first started the show I'm confused i don't know if you guys know this but I'm a bit of a control freak. You? <laughs> it took me a long time to realize that. Like, you know, it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm a control freak, whatever. It's like, no, dude, you have to control everything. Well, yeah, yeah. That's what a control freak is. Oh, well, I've, you know, I've always wanted to have like intros and have drops and news dvds cover tv shows with clips and all this stuff and that's what i it's like the show that i always wanted to hear that didn't exist you can't go even ew radio that exists now they don't do the same shit we ever did right and if you ever listen to that try to last 10 minutes yeah okay? good luck good luck but um on this show it's always what i wanted to hear when i was younger or whatever, you know, grew up listening to Howard Stern or Stevens and Pruitt on KEGL or uh, the ticket sports radio. They all did a little bit of something that I kind of got ideas from, you know, like, you know, what I, you know, I'd rather have friends and let's just talk about shows. We could have clips we play, etc. cetera. Uh, and uh, that's how the show was born. It's so weird, Stephen. In that chair, you're higher than me. So I'm kind of like looking up at you. Hey, I, I live with you. <laughs> well, it's just That's like, what's I weird. feel like, it's... is my chair low or, oh, wait, you're on like a bar type of chair. What, what would you call that kind of table that we have? A stool? You know, uh, Bill, in our dining room, really... we have like the elevated kind of cafe table type of thing. Yeah. And Steven's on one of those chairs, so it's like he's taller than me. And it's very unsettling. You should switch chairs. You should always be taller than Steven. <laughs> yeah. I need I've to look down to for hover how above I, him. I've been sitting in this chair for I don't know how many shows, and you've just now noticed this? I, I, I don't know what it is. I, but Your Bill, alpha position has been called into question. <laughs> 
But Bill and Stephen, I'm so glad that uh, we're here to celebrate the show. How are, how are you guys feeling this evening? I'm feeling good. Yeah, I'm all right. I know that uh, both of you have been really busy. Bill, you just started school. Yeah, I started school this week, and they're already throwing shit at us. And Stephen just literally landed in an airplane. Oh, no, wait. Uh, no, Steve- I've been home for several, several hours. Giving no, let me say Stephen th- way more credit. Wait, Bill, <laughs> Bill, we got to do this old joke. And Stephen just flew in. Boy, are his arms tired. Yeah. Uh, Stephen, where were you, by the way? I've been in Chicago for quite some time. Hello, Frisco. Oh, no, Stephen, no you Frisco. messed it up. Come on. You're no. supposed to say you were in Frisco. Uh, how is Chi Town, as they say? Nobody The says second that. city. Does anybody say that? The second that? city. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I see guys wearing the Chi Town shirts. The and- first time you were there, were you like, it really is. I thought it was. Windy. I thought it was just Chai Town, not not, not <laughs> you know, Chai Town. I thought well, it was like Chai Latte. I thought, I, it was, I thought it was Chai Town, just because you pronounce it Chicago, <laughs> <laughs> but you don't pronounce it Chicago, so that makes no sense. So everyone just calls her like, what do we call Arlington? I don't here? think anybody actually no. calls it Chai Town or yeah. Chai Town. Yeah, I think they just call it Chicago. Only, you, only probably out of towners when people go. Where are you from, Chicago? Oh, Chi Town. Have you made it to uh, Shermer, Illinois yet, Stephen? Uh, yes. Oh, you have. Uh, have you had any of Abe Froman's sausages? <laughs> Isn't he the, the sausage king? I'm being honest, asshole. Oh, okay. Uh, Actually, well, I drive on Shermer Road quite often. <laughs> really? There's a Shermer Road. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do they have a John Hughes Boulevard or something like that? They've got to if they don't already. We turn on. I was there earlier this year when uh, they were having the Ferris Bueller Festival up there. And it was starting on the weekend, and I didn't stay over the weekend. I didn't know until too late to change my plans. But Well, it's funny. Here in Texas, they have John Carpenter Freeway. And I'm always like, dude, that's awesome. They named a freeway (laughs) after John Carpenter. Is John Carpenter from Texas? No, I have a feeling it's a different John Carpenter. (laughs) It's not that John Carpenter. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just like, hey, it is to me. I know the first time I was in, uh, in that area, I was driving, is it George... Herbert Walker Bush? Yeah. Yeah, George Bush Turnpike. George H.W. Bush Road or yeah. Interstate or whatever. Turnpike, I was just yeah. like, yeah. It really pisses me off to no end. I remember I, last time we were at a Ranger game or one of the times we were way up on the third level and way down, like down on the bottom level near like home, uh, home, you know. There was George Bush, George W. Bush and his family. People were like leaning over trying to get pictures. I'm like, why do you want a picture of like ant sized George Bush? It's just, I just realized people, you know, we've seen people try to snap pics of Buddy Velastro, you know, and it's just like people's in, oh my God. Cake boss! Holy shit! I got to take a picture. It's just like something. There's the former president. Holy like, shit! It's the cake boss. A mile away. I got to take a picture. It's like no Isn't one's gotten gonna... the picture. That's George Bush. Yeah, sure it is. No one's ever gonna look at that. It's like, why, what are you doing? Just I used some strategery to get this photo. Yeah, it's like uh, don't don't do that. No, I'd like my money back now. Now I want to know something, Stephen and Bill. But should I go one at a time? Whatever you want to do. Yeah, go on. 
have you guys missed doing the show on Fridays, Friday nights? Yes. Honest answer. Yes. Bill? I want other an honest than, answer, other than Bill. we go to the movies instead, you know. <laughs> I, I, I like my I like my uh, my free Fridays sometimes. Are you, you enjoying know, your free Fridays? After a long week of school, I like to kick back and relax on a Friday night. It's sometimes no it's kidding. nice not to have to <laughs> I I do too. I've gotten to enjoy like hey, this Friday we're going to go see a movie or something like that, yeah. you know? It uh, you know, I've been doing the Wednesday ETL news show. And I've been doing it, you know, pretty consistently. So it's like Friday, if like you or Steven, you know, Steven just flies in or whatever, or uh, Bill, you've had school or whatever, and I know you're tired or whatever. You know, it's just like, hey, you know, I already did a show on Wednesday. Do we really need to do one on Friday? But the thing that I'm missing, though, is my camaraderie with you two guys. I'm not. Oh, absolutely. I'm not talking with you guys, which I miss. Well, you know what sucks for me is I I think part of my interest in not doing it is that I just haven't been keeping up on television shows or movies. And it's just like sometimes I feel like I don't have anything to talk about. I've rarely watched. Wait a second. Bill has nothing to talk about. (laughs) I know. It's shocking. (laughs) I've barely. Hey, it's Mike Chinstroker in the chat room. What's up, man? Uh, I've barely, Bill, watched anything. I watched Stranger Things when the summer began, you know? Yeah. And that's pretty much it. I kind of have lost... I just what, didn't feel like watching anything, you know? I've been... I don't know what I've been doing. I'm just We've Yeah, I think all I've really watched is Stranger Things. I've watched a lot of uh, it's pretty strange. HGTV. You watched yeah. The Tick. HGTV. I, did, I didn't watch The Tick. Jason did. Oh, yeah, yeah, on Amazon, the Peter Serafinowitz. Oh, and it's awesome. You get, uh, Bill, you I, need to watch that. I will. Hey, goodbye, Dutch. There's a part where Peter Serafinowitz does that <laughs> kind of laugh, and I'm like, holy shit, this is awesome. He does that kitchen gun laugh, Bill. I would love to dig out that DVD and rewatch that entire series. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the original. We have that on a regular DVD, I think. You're talking yeah. about the Fox series or the cartoon? Which no. are you more of a fan of? Of The Tick? or No, I'm talking about the actual Peter Serafinowicz show. Oh, the Peter Serafinowicz show. Oh, I've never, I've, I've honestly, I've only seen handfuls of the animated show of The Tick. Like, I've never actually watched the entire series. Oh, okay. I don't remember if I have. I know I've watched some of it. I mean, I remember Batman well. I remember Arthur. We were like old school. I'm going to do a Harry Knowles right now. Actually, Bill, uh, we read the Tick comic books. Yes. Did you really? We were there on the ground floor. I still have all Stephen Stephen collected the Tick. I would just read his his issues. I, I think I might own one issue of the Tick, but I would read yours. And it was a funny and comic the, book. It was very what, strange. Three or four spinoffs from it. Yeah, it was, was Man-Eating Cow, I remember. Chainsaw Vigilante. Yeah, Chainsaw Vigilante. And it was just, it's such a weird thing, but uh, I knew of The Tick and I liked The Tick, you know? So when they turned it into a Fox TV show, it was just like, 
how is this going to work? And it didn't work really. And it, it that was the uh, Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Let one. And I yeah. still loved it, but you could tell when you watched the first episode, this isn't going to last long. <laughs> oh man. You just knew that uh, it was going to get canceled eventually. I just remember Goodbye. Richard Alpert was uh, Batman. Well, Batman. Well, yes. From lost. It's fantastic. I don't remember his real name. I just remember Richard Alpert. <laughs> Did you uh, get to listen to any of that best of, Bill, before the show started? A little bit, yeah. There was a lot of stuff in there that I'd forgot about. It was so funny. But one of the things that was on there is us coming up with the idea of The Custodian, our uh, action movie about a guy who was a, a custodian in a, an amusement park where terrorists take over. And he's, you know, he's a former Navy SEAL slash Green Beret or something like that. And he's seen too much violence and... He doesn't want to use any weapons like guns and stuff, so he uses mop and stuff. But eventually, when he's seen like the park goers, maybe a kid get hurt, he busts out the artillery, you know, and it's going to be badass or whatever. But did technically, this is before the Kevin James. Uh, oh, it was long before. What is that show? Paul Blart Paul Mall Blart Cop. Yeah, they ripped us off. They ripped us off, didn't they? So and I was and it Zoom? because did we come up with the whole custodian thing because we had recently watched or I had somehow acquired that awful was it Mickey Rourke movie that took place in a mall that was shot in Fort Worth? I think so, perhaps. I remember my uncle Paul gave me a dupe of that. Hey, you need to watch this. It filmed at Town Center, and I'm like, really? And I was like, oh my god, I remember that. Uh, Someone came in to get uh, something framed for Mickey Rourke or whatever, and that dude Eric framed it, and he was like, wow, this is for uh, Mickey Rourke? Wow. And I was just kind of like, whatever. He's bullshitting you, man. <laughs> what was that movie called? I don't know, but I remember... Uh, Didn't Alex work on it? Machete. What, did he? I think so. I remember Machete was in it. Um, what's his face? Why can't I remember his name? Oh, um, Machete. Yeah, Machete. Come on, Steven. Machete. It was, was it Point Blank? Maybe, perhaps. Yeah, it was Point Blank. Adam, who plays Machete? Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo, Trejo. yeah, there you go. It's like, come on. Jesus. My old brain. We're old. Yeah, we are old. And special guest star Vanessa, she's typing in the background, guys. Mickey Danny Rourke. Trejo dipshits. They're oh. the most dangerous criminals in Texas, and they're <laughs> seriously out of control, point blank. It's, they're out of control. It sounds like they're – because they're going to have an awesome kegger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Bill, didn't you see uh, Kubo? I did. We went to see it the other night. Okay. I just want to know a couple of things. Yes. Did you tear up? Yes. Ah, did you laugh? Yes. So you laughed and you cried. Did you... And I fudged my undies. Oh my God. That's not good. Wait, what does that say about the movie? That it it ranges for all emotions. All emotions and bodily functions. Release the Kraken! God damn, dude. What does it say about us that that's still funny? <laughs> uh, 
so no, it was a great movie. Did you see it in 3D? Yes. And so you highly recommend it. Yeah, highly recommend it. The stop motion animation, Leica is just yeah, they're amazing. They're amazing. Like in they uh, just the way they do it, all the how they work, all the different like how they individually animate the different plates, and just it just it was stunning. It was really stunning. I, you know, I remember seeing, you know, we saw Paranorman, but I never saw Box Trolls. Did you ever see that? I heard oh. Box, Box Trolls was kind of a piece of crap. Oh, wow. I must not have been a good story. It, all I know is I read the name Box Trolls and I was like, meh, I'm not interested. You know, Paranorman had the whole zombie thing and it looked awesome or whatever. So I guess it was just, um, I mean, I haven't seen the film, but maybe perhaps it was uh, just a bad concept. It could, yeah. I mean, it, it it never really appealed to me. I never, I and I love Leica films, and I just never went out of my way to watch it. Yeah, and uh, did you see uh, Pete's Dragon? No, that's oh. that's that's honestly, uh, if if don't what is it? Don't breathe. Yeah, uh, came out this weekend, and that's really kind of the next movie I want to see. Um, just because I love Stephen Lang and yeah, he is uh, good, but it looks it looks like it, it's going to be fun. But Peach Dragon is is high on the list before it gets demoted to one of the shitty theaters. Well, don't like reason. like Kubo and the Two Strings was honestly it was it was in like one of the one hundred seat theaters. Oh yeah, and the small ones that sucks. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one. Th- like Peach Dragon was never in a big theater. Uh, uh, Suicide Squad has been in the XD for a couple of weeks. Right. People will say. <clears throat> Say what you will about that film. It's making a lot of money every week because nothing that great has been coming up. But, well, I take that back. Peach Dragon and Kubo, but they just don't get the same theater count or whatever. No, they don't. And I, that's why I was so shocked opening weekend that Kubo, this film that like really should be seen on the biggest screen possible, wasn't put into like the XD or they have this thing called the ultra screen in this uh, chain here called Marcus cinemas or Marcus theaters. And yeah. uh, it wasn't put into that screen, but I think don't breathe is in the uh, XD and uh, uh, they, ultra screens here. They now played uh, Pete's dragon. I think in XD in like two times a day. That's because like, they're assholes like early. I mean, you had to, it was like four o'clock was the last show. So it was like 10 o'clock in the morning and 2, two or 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Can you give me a second to even Well, breathe? you know what? It's, it, there's a theater that's uh, here in Lancaster, Ohio, which is about 40 minutes south of me. And they're smart enough to show Kubo and the two strings in their XD like three times during the day. Because at least whoever's running the theater down there knows that this film should be on the biggest screen possible. So if you're around a blind blind guy and you uh, had to hold your breath, could you do it? No, me probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I just, okay, dude. Like, oh god, there's a predator in so here. So it's a whole like, <laughs> is he a psycho blind guy? So if you're like, okay, hey, jigs up. Uh, I was in your house trying to steal crack or something. I don't know what the premise of the movie is, but uh, I'm just gonna be leaving now. And he's like, no, you're not. And he's gonna kill me. Is that what it is? Yes. Why would they break into that man's house? Supposedly they think he's got a lot of money. Uh, well, yeah, the, syn- the synopsis says 
three Detroit thieves who get their kicks by breaking into the houses of wealthy people. Money gets uh, one of them, I guess, named Money gets uh, word about a blind veteran who won a major cash settlement following the death of his only child. Figuring he's an easy target, the trio invades the man's secluded home in an abandoned neighborhood, finding themselves trapped inside. The young intruders must fight for their lives after making a shocking discovery about their supposedly helpless victim. Whoa. But he's gay. I mean, he's gay. Excuse me. He's blind. <laughs> that would be a great uh, movie. Three, three teens break way, into a gay man's house. By the way, because... I'm gay. What does that have to do with anything? Nothing at all. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so what movies have you seen the, this summer, Bill? Have you gotten to see? Hmm. Did you see it's... Suicide Squad? Did you see Star no, Trek? I just completely skipped it. Uh, we saw Sausage Party. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you told me about that. That you was awful. You didn't seem to enjoy it. Yeah, no, I really didn't like it. Um, so, I mean, I've heard like uh, Seth Rogen, he's a real kind of, he's paving the way for all these kind of stories and screenplays that wouldn't normally get made. He's using his clout to get this stuff uh, made. Yeah, he really shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, honestly, he just shouldn't. It's a stoner movie. That it, you know what? Is. It really is. That's it, when you line up the best wieners from all around the world, and you go to town. But it's like one of those weird stoner movies where they don't know what to do. In fact, they one of the sausages or one of the hot dogs eventually meets up with a stoner who takes bath salts. Yeah, and, the sausage. And then kills them. Kills you know, them, yeah. So why would you want your... If you're stoned watching the movie, why would you ever want to see your food that you can now talk to because you're stoned? Yeah, they're you? all terrified because they're getting killed by humans who are eating them. Uh, how does this premise work? I mean, was it funny? Was it like just... Well, like- it starts out where they all believe that if they get bought, they get to go to the great beyond, which are the doors outside of the, the supermarket. And once you go there, you're lovingly cared for by the humans and everything is great. It's basically reaching nirvana once you leave the supermarket. And, uh, it's, uh, it starts to go downhill whenever a jar of honey mustard gets returned and basically has PTSD saying that it's all a lie and nobody believes him and somebody else picks up the honey mustard and the honey mustard jumps out of the cart and kills himself. And that's whenever things start to like one of the characters starts questioning what's actually going on and if there really is a great beyond. And uh, in that process of trying to save the honey mustard, the hot dog and the bun get separated from their packages and have to make their way back through the grocery store to their while being their, chased by their a stand wherever they are and as this journey continues they find out things about the great beyond that uh disturb their whole balance so it's like this completely unsubtle take on atheism it's just bashes you over the head 
uh, with it. So it's, and it's like a message movie? It is a message movie. Oh my god! Wow, that was yeah. dramatic. <laughs> it's a really, it's a really unsubtle um, message movie with a lot of stereotypes of you know you, the Mexican characters are all guacamole or tacos or yeah. hot sauces. Well, or I saw that there was a, there was a guy who was a douchebag. And I guess yes, Nick Nick Kroll is a, is a douche, and he's the evil character in the uh, uh, in the movie. Thought I was looking at my mother's old douchebag, but that's in Ohio. Yeah, so I guess that's funny because he's a douche. Yeah, and he's and he's um, he's very uh, like testosterone-y, uh, super obnoxious, like you know, kind of like a jock character. Uh, it's really uncomfortable at times. I, there were times where I was just like, I was really cringing. I, I was having a hard time getting through it. I'm really shaken up from this. I need some weights and a chicken sandwich. Stat. Me too. So you never saw Star Trek, Bill? No, never saw Star Trek Beyond. Oh, that's a bummer. I think you would have enjoyed that. I think it just uh, time got away from me, and then school started, and uh, just uh, wasn't able to see it. Man, I'm trying to think what else I've seen. Jason Bourne, yeah, which was didn't, uh, didn't see it. Let's make the movie over again. Wouldn't you say it's just the same thing as Jason the previous one? <laughs> Pretty <laughs> just, much. Let's just keep making it or whatever. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of what my favorite movie was of the summer. Honestly, my favorite movie was Kubo and the Two Strings. Um, Civil War, maybe? <clears throat> Civil War was pretty good. Um, Civil War oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. You didn't see that? I remember you being next to me. No, I didn't see it. I had my eyes closed the whole time. <laughs> trying to Damn think it. of everything that came out. Is there a problem here? Can I help you, sir? Man. Secret Life of Pets was terrible. Oh yeah, you told me that. Why'd you go see that? That's for kids. <laughs> uh, because honestly, the trailers were hilarious for it. The trailers were really, really funny. Yeah, yeah, like the dog saying, "Oh, I miss her so much." Because you know it, it that's was, the way dogs really are. It was just—it was a really well-edited trailer. It was hilarious. It Natalie looks, and I would laugh our asses off to, every tra- time it came on. The trailer. Like, sometimes you can tell by those trailers, it was a little too, like, loud. Like, it seemed like a lot of stuff would be coming at you, kind of, you know, bombastic, you know? And then they had the little poop joke that makes all the little kids laugh. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> they're going a little low brown here. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little too sophisticated for this. You know what I'm saying there? Um, yes. I'm never too sophisticated for a good poop joke. I am so tired of dealing with incompetence. (laughs) Incontinence. Wiener poopy. Ghostbusters. We we all saw Ghostbusters. Yeah, and uh, if you want to know how we felt about that, listen to the special react of the show. Did you ever see Finding Dory? Yes, loved it. Yeah, that was great. Thought it was fantastic. Uh, That was a fantastic film, you know, now that I think about it. 
Um, I think what we've determined here, though, that after a summer of movies, it's just like, I don't remember what I saw. That's <laughs> how memorable <laughs> yeah. everything is. I can't remember. That's kind of par for the course, though. You know, it's yeah. so many of these films that came out this summer just aren't memorable. What was another comic book one besides uh, Captain America? Captain America. Oh, Stephen, he's texting. Okay. Um, no, I didn't texting. mean to bother you there, Stephen. I was trying to, uh, to see what was all up. <laughs> I, I was just giving you our time, Stephen. <laughs> I made Stephen mad. I threw shade That's at it, him. I'm Bill. out of here. Bill, have you thrown any shade this summer? I haven't thrown any shade. I try to keep my shade throwing down to a minimum. <laughs> it just doesn't. It doesn't help anybody. I have put a few people on blast, though. Oh, you have put them on blast. Nice. Yeah, I have put them on blast. You gotta do that. It's gonna be a blast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, guys, we have a lot of voicemail, and uh, before we get to that, I just wanted to tell. Bill and Steven, thank you for 11 years of fun and laughter. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. We love you too. That comes straight from my heart. So what do you say we get into some voicemail, huh? Let's do it. Let's do it. What's funny is a lot of people um, send voicemail, but it doesn't have their names or anything. So I'm just going to blindly pick voicemails and we'll see who sends them, okay? I have no idea who sent this first one. Let's check it out. Entertainment Landfill. Congratulations on your 11th anniversary. This is Swiley. How are you? Swiley! I wanted to give you some feedback on the Deadhead novel. I'm enjoying oh. it very much. I'm in, I think, middle of chapter two. I just wanted to drop you some well wishes. And the only thing that is uh, putting me on blast, though, is that <laughs> you're dropping all these F-bombs. I mean, it's true to the characters, but... That's true. I don't know. It's, uh... I don't want to throw shade or anything, but it's kind of as, as if uh, Mr. Rogers would, were to call King Friday a sea-sucking mf or something. I don't know. Whoa. Or when wow. uh, Leo Laporte went crazy at Mike Arrington, I think it was. That was a special moment in broadcasting. Anyway, I'm enjoying it. Was. Keep going, guys. 11 more years. You guys are awesome. Entertainment landfill forever. This is Swiley out. Screw you. Whoa! You know what's funny is the other day I was on my Roku and I always had the the, show somewhere else. (laughs) I had the Twit channel on my Roku and I was like, Twit. I wonder if that's still a thing. And then I looked it up and every show on there is archived. So I guess Twit is no longer a thing. No, no, it is. Well, then why aren't any of the normal shows on the Roku anymore? Did they just discontinue the Roku app? I don't know. Perhaps I know that he was switching studios to a smaller studio. Oh, so they like went to that huge building and now they're downsizing? Yeah. I'd read something like cuz cuz I haven't the only show that I watch on there from time to time is uh all about Android. And Leo's not on there, but I haven't watched one in a while, but what I've heard is some kind of other company shared space with them in that building. They moved and now Leo can't afford the building anymore. It's oh, something like 13,000 yeah. square feet. And he's like, we don't need this much. So they're switching to a small place that's uh, less square footage. And I think he even said they don't even have air conditioning. Uh, yikes. But uh, 
Swiley, thank you so much. Uh, and I feel like you put me on blast there about the language. I'll try to clean that up, okay? <laughs> I need to check myself. I'm glad that he pointed that out to me. No, but thank you. Swiley, he used to give such fantastic feedback to the show. Oh, my God, I missed that. Adam Sexton, why have you not seen Ghostbusters yet? I'm so disappointed. I wanted somebody to listen to our show and call us assholes, argue with us something, but nobody said shit. It was like the biggest waste of time ever that we even saw that movie. So, anyway... Sorry, didn't mean to uh, put you on blast there, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Okay, here we go. Next voicemail from Anonymous. Hey, guys, Mike here. Uh, Just a quick voicemail on your 11th anniversary. Uh, I don't really have anything terribly insightful or smart to say. I just saw that you were recording that tonight. I probably missed it, but hey, what the hell. Um, I First of all, just want to say how much I appreciate the fact that you're still doing the show. That's fantastic. Still living it. Uh, I like the fact that you're being pretty flexible in your approach. You're recording what you can, when you can. Uh, I think that you've got a pretty elastic uh, format of a show, so it does lend itself to being done um, as a, as a one man show sometimes as well. And uh, I, I tried to do that. Um, I mean, I've been doing the um, Chinstroker versus Punter podcast now for a little over eight years. And I remember um, early on, uh, I got bitten by the podcasting bug, and I just thought, uh, oh, I'm going to podcast, podcast, podcast. I tried doing doing a solo Star Trek podcast at one point, which is probably probably the loneliest sentence I've ever said in my entire life. (laughs) Um, I tried doing uh, the Chin Stroker podcast, where a lot of the notes that I'd make, uh, because this is back when I actually made notes before recording a podcast, you know, I'd do all this preparation. Um, whereas now I just kind of start to record. I mean, I'm about to record a Chin Stroker versus Punter podcast. And I've got no idea what we're talking about, but we'll just freestyle it. Um, so, you know, I'll do, <coughs> excuse me, I'll do all of this preparation, uh, and it wouldn't get used. So I thought oh, I'll do this one man podcast. And it was just so difficult. It was like, you know, talking into, into the vacuum, in, into the chasm as it were. So I, I, I appreciate how difficult that can be. And, um, it doesn't feel that way. Um, you know, when you're, when you're doing the one, one man podcast, it does feel like you're speaking to the audience and that's incredible. Uh, okay. but having said that though, of course, Steve and Bill, uh, you know, really important to the show. Um, you know, Vanessa as well. I mean, I've got a lot of memories. Uh, I mean, I've said to you before, I think when I last spoke to you about how, and I'm sure your listeners can relate to this, the phenomena of associating listening to podcasts with a certain uh, place. So, I mean, I, I, I have, I used to have a job where I'd be walking around a city centre quite a lot. And even now, whenever I'm in certain places, I think, uh, there's a certain train station I'll be at and I think, yeah, this was the, this was the Cloverfield episode. Um, or, um, I've got a, a, an area um, in the city centre in Birmingham in England where whenever I'm there, I always think of your review of the episode of Smallville that Dean Kane guested in, you know? So 11 <laughs> years, a lot of memories. Um, I'm waffling now, so I'm going to go. But I just want to say that I still listen to every episode that you guys record. It's really important. Don't ever go away. It will feel like I have lost a friend um, or a family member if you ever did. Uh, and I'm sure that I'm speaking for a lot of people out there who don't feed back. Um, the issue of feedback with podcasts is weird. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and it seems that this is a shared phenomena. Um, I think that um, a few years back, there, I think when, when you started podcasting, and even when we started podcasting, which was 2008, 
um, there were a lot less shows, and I think you were, you could be more. Um, people would listen to your show, and maybe two others, even you know people who can listen to podcasts at work. And I think that that meant that people were more focused and appreciative um, and would send feedback. Whereas I think now um, podcasts are just kind of wallpaper and are considered more expendable. Um, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but we've got yeah, as many totally. listeners. We've probably got more listeners than we've ever had. Um, but it seems that the more I listeners wish. we get, the less feedback we get. And I think that you just have to take it on faith that people are listening. Um, and, uh, and they are. We are. And we appreciate it. All the best, guys. Happy birthday. Thank you so much, Mike. And uh, when you mentioned that Dean Kane episode of Smallville, it, I immediately total recall in my brain this speared by Mayan warriors. Yes, this drop popped into my head, Bill. I have been speared by Mayan warriors. <laughs> we got that Dean Kane drop out of that. It's so funny. But we also got, of course, this one. Son of a bitch. Ah, oh, gotta love it. Oh, man. But yeah, you're <laughs> right about the feedback thing. You know what's funny is I listen to another podcast, and they're like, every week they say, well, I'm sorry, we just got too, mu too many messages. We have no time to read all these, so let's move on. And I just want to go, screw you! <laughs> screw you! <laughs> We have hundreds of uh, messages of feedback. They could be lying. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. They're Guys, lying. we only have so much time to play these voicemails, so sorry. I'm only going to play gonna read my the top three. God, scale it back a bit. We just can't keep up with all of it. <laughs> I'm only going to play my favorite voicemails. I've listened to all of them earlier. You know, I went on a nice jog, which is also total fiction. And, you know, I was listening to these voicemails, and I picked my favorite one. For the past three hours, I've been going over all these voicemails. <laughs> While I was mowing the grass today. No, actually, if I was more of an asshole, it's like, I have no idea what any of these say. I'm randomly picking five of the 5,000 that I have. So, <laughs> And then they would all be from Jim Credo Lewis. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotta love Credo. We didn't get a free... A Credo! A Frito. I almost said Frito because I was going to say Vrito, voicemail and Credo at the same time. But uh, guys, we have another voicemail. Let's get to it. Thank you so much, Mike. Podcasting, when you get bit by the bug, you're screwed. You can't help it. You just got to keep doing it. You know? Or not. Or not. Or podcade. <laughs> well, it's like he was talking about doing the Star Trek. So I'm doing a friggin' Chuck Soul podcast. So I can't be laughing. It is pretty lonely, man. All right, let's check this out. I'm going to start my Mary Tyler Moore podcast next. Love that show. I'm starting a Barney Miller podcast. Ode to Fish. No, it's all about Wojo. Hey, Entertainment Landfill crew. This is Ross from the Ross! Bay Area. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I'm just uh, getting a hold of you guys, sending you this voice memo to let you know how... Um, just happy I am for you that you hit your 11-year anniversary. I didn't really realize this. I guess I never put two and two together, but I got married uh, in August of 2005. So who knew that while I was honeymooning in Puerto Rico, you guys were 
creating something that would ultimately, for me, be much more emotionally satisfying than my marriage. Oh my I'm just God. kidding. Oh my Don't tell my wife I said that. <laughs> anyway, uh, he was I'm just he was so kidding. happy because in the past 11 years, you guys have put out so much content, and I've never, as I've said this before, ever... Uh, been unhappy with anything you guys have put out. It's always made me laugh. It's always been incredibly entertaining, and it's always been something that I've really looked forward to. So, you know, I guess all there's left to say is that, like, three midget locksmiths, beautiful midget locksmiths, <laughs> spreading your chocolate all over Cancun. You've unlocked the doors to all of our hearts. You stood on the outside saying, let me in, dude, and you guys did. Thank you. And here's to another 11 years. All right, guys. Bye. Wow, I love these references to drops, man. Let me in, dude. So <laughs> <laughs> you remember these things. Do you guys remember the midget one, Midget Locksmith? There was a guy. I, I, rem- I remember the, the drop, but I don't remember any context. This is what the drop is labeled, Midget Mac. And this is what he says. Like a midget locksmith. He basically says he can get any woman. He's like Was a that midget on one locksmith. of those VH1 shows? Yes. He could get them to unlock their legs, basically, Bill, because he's a midget locksmith. Okay. Well, like a midget locksmith. That's amazing. It's That's talent. Quite a way with words. Was he here. a midget? He was a. Steven, little, little person. person. He called himself. <laughs> he called himself that, not me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Do you like it? How awesome. He's allowed to call himself. <laughs> Bill that. and I get high and mighty. Steven, he's a little person. He may call himself like a midget locksmith. He's more <laughs> of a little person locksmith, okay? He's a little person locksmith. All right, we have another voicemail. Let's check it out. Who could this be from? Let's spin the drum. Who's the next winner? So hello, this is a voicemail for Entertainment Landfill. This is it's Ken, Ken. from Tokyo, and I'm here with my wife, Taiha. Say, say hello. Hello, and happy uh, 11th anniversary. You were just saying you thought that was amazing, that it was 11 years. Yeah, yeah, that's very impressive. You don't really listen Thank to the you. show, though, do you? Uh, but you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. So you hear it sometimes in the background. You yeah, know. and I know you have a lot of fun listening to the show. <clears throat> well, yeah, it's been a uh, God. It's been since two thousand seven mm. or so. Mm. Yeah, when I first moved to LA, mm. I got into it and then just uh, kept going with it. How did you find it? I found it through. Uh, a website called Hollywood Saloon. Mm. And this was a website that had, it wasn't a podcast. Mm. It was like a bunch of recordings of conversations between a couple of guys about movies. Mm. And one, and one of them kept mentioning this, this uh, site called nowhere in Mulberry, mm. which was a podcast. Mm. So I started listening to this nowhere in Mulberry show. And mm. at first I thought it was weird listening to a podcast, but mm. then, you know, I, I really got into the, the format and the and and the guys are pretty funny and mm. and I just kind of stuck with it so mm. and now I'm a patron. Good, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I thought I'd just call to a special occasion, you know, um, for the anniversary. And 
we got a voicemail from Adam Sexton last week, mm-hmm. who's a real fan of yours, honey. He he really appreciates our reviews of uh, Star Wars. <laughs> Thank you. So, so 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 this is for you, Adam. Say hello to Adam. Hi, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what we're going to talk about this time, but we've been watching some stuff lately. Because Adam, you said you can be about anything, right? These calls can be about anything. Okay. Well, we'll just talk about. Anything. We we did see Stranger Things. A little bit of shade there. Right? I know uh, <laughs> the, the podcast talked a lot about Stranger Things because a lot of what's in that show is stuff that we love. But I don't know. We, um, we saw the whole thing. What did you think of it, honey? The Stranger Things. I think it's good. Um, you know, it's a good show. Um, but it's not like it's not a great show. It doesn't. I don't think it's have. Something really special about it, which we haven't seen before or haven't heard about before. Uh, you know, overall is good, but I don't think like I I'm I'm dying to see this the season one. So I think that's good, and I think I have enough with it. <laughs> You've had enough. Yeah. But what was what did you want more of? Oh, I like eleven. Yeah. She's my favorite. She was the character that I thought had the most mystery, and you you got to learn more about her. I thought the first few episodes, I wasn't sure I was going to stick with it because mm. the it was just so for, it was just so fast paced. Right. They, every, they they rushing. Everyone's rushing to the next yeah. thing, and um, I, I, but then it kind of slowed down a bit, and I started appreciating it more. And mm. but like I, I guess I wanted a more dramatic resolution. Like I don't know. It, I felt bad that Barb, the Mm-mm. the girl with the glasses, that she she died or Stephen something. Doesn't want spoilers. I, think only, I think she's the only like normal character in the show. You know, <laughs> somebody like liars. You're just a normal person, yeah. and everybody else so you know goal oriented. You know, we have to fight the boy. We have yeah. to fight the boy. We have to fight the thing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're. I guess you're right. The characters just seems always moving forward, and mm. hardly ever slowing down and just kind of mm. living. <laughs> mm. I think that's what you want from a TV show. You just want to live with the characters and get that's to know right. them. And, yeah, you know. and you want you know you want to be friend with with the characters. You want to see them you know again and again. Oh, yeah. they're still the same people but yeah we we feel like oh i know those people i want to hang out with them once in a while (laughs) which is what i think we like to see things happen to characters Mm. where stranger things i felt like characters were constantly doing things to others (laughs) you know right right i thought the best parts of stranger things were when the monsters were you know like coming out upside down world yeah that was great stuff and my eleven characters, he's so cute. Yeah, but now speaking of the eighties, so we watched Ghostbusters again recently. How did you like Ghostbusters the, the second one? time? Oh, the, old one. the second time, I think it's it's still that fun. Memorable. You know, still fun watching those characters and and because they have kind of short term memory, so I don't remember <laughs> much. So yeah, still fun. Yeah, especially you know. Uh, that Bill Murray? Bill Murray is yeah. still funny. Yeah, and he's so charming. It's awesome <laughs> clean. You don't think he's kind of a slob? Just someone, you know, you just don't like him because he's he's just so 
he's, he's just a sleaze ball. He just I like him because of that. I like him. Yeah, I do. Um, but then I wanted to show you other, like more '80s comedy. So, so we watched some Eddie Murphy, and this is what I really All wanted right. to get your thoughts on because we watched three things in a in a row. Mm. Um, with Eddie, with Eddie Murphy, mm. so we watched Forty Eight Hours, mm. which is his Classic. first movie mm. from nineteen eighty two, I think, mm. Mm. and then uh, Beverly Hills Cop mm. from nineteen eighty four, mm. and then Eddie Murphy Raw, the concert mm. movie. Oh, oh good God! So, uh, which one do you remember the the most from those three? Eddie Murphy Raw, the concert movie. Yeah, because. Uh, I don't know. I just have, I just laughed so hard. He's absolutely hilarious. What do you like about him? What, what's what's really funny about him, especially in in Raw? No, you know, it just it's just fun. You know, I I like his jokes. Maybe you know some people might might find them you know offended. Um, but I, I did not. I enjoy it, you know, the burger, the mama's burger thing. The, um, <laughs> the mom, mama cooking a burger. The house that's burger. That's just a, a ball of meat inside right. it's two slices to be, of bread. Uh, it's supposed to be, you know, like a McDonald's thing. <laughs> and then um, we got McDonald's. The Bill, Bill Cosby. Oh yeah, when Bill Cosby says don't yeah, yeah, don't say yeah. don't say swear words. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. But he's a, he was a great Eddie Murphy. He he, he can imitate people really well. And right. Yeah, and he's you know, he's still young back then, so charming on the stage and who wouldn't love him? Well, a lot of people didn't love him, especially from that show because he was saying some some things about women that a lot of people thought were, like you say, uh, kind of offensive. That that all that all women just want men for their money and you know their their wires. And you know, he talks about he, he talks about how he can't he can't marry a woman because he doesn't want to risk half his half his stuff because she'll just take half. <laughs> and he's <laughs> you know what I you know I understand that people. Thing those stuff uh, you know offensive, but it's true though. You know you've seen that happen. Um, you know either around or you know you you read those horrible story on the newspaper, movie stuff. So it's it's happening. It it have happened. It's still happening. And if you have so much stuff, you have that. Fear that you might lose, though, especially when it comes to you know money, power, you know, um, and because because it's true, I found it hilarious. <laughs> oh. But people thought that because he was he was so famous back then mm. that he he wasn't being <laughs> famous in the right way that he was that he was just being this vulgar like hey I'm rich now and you can all kiss my ass and but yeah. what's the right way to be famous that's a good question <laughs> you're famous well you're, you're supposed to be modest you're supposed to not flaunt your you, you, you're not supposed to go out there and brag about I've got all this money and you know 
that's true, but it's not true. But that's what you know. They are、uh, wanted to be seen in public,、mm-hmm. but the real the truth is, it's not.、Mm. People love to brag about stuff, and it's fun. I mean, you know, it's not fun if you are surrounded by those kind of people.、Mm-hmm. But it's so fun to watch them on the screen. Don't you agree?、Yeah. Well, you mentioned he was so young back then, and、mm. when we were watching Forty Eight Hours, and when he shows up, the first thing you said was, "Wow, he's so young." I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah. He, he was like, well, he was twenty one when the movie was released, so he must have been like twenty when he made、mm. that movie. And just watching him now, I'm just amazed. He's so confident. Like he he's is. Just, like he feel. I feel like he's just. Own the thing. He's still the show. Yeah, he just he just he just says this is my screen,、mm. you know, and he just has super confidence.、Mm. And it was kind of a weird thing for like that character he plays in that movie, where why would he be involved with this with these other criminals in this gang, you know, like this psychopath and this other loser.、Uh, And then, and then this this,、uh, this big guy, this, 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 <laughs> yeah, guy they call the Indian. Like, so, you know he what? Was he、him? the leader of this group? Like, why would he? Why would he associate himself with? He, he probably got it. Just seems like there's something. So he can make, you know, a lot of money. So he can dress nicely. Remember、yeah. the suit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess he didn't really care about them, like no, as friends,、really. as friends or anything. He's care about well, you know, money and his his image. Yeah, yeah, and that, that was a that that made sense. But then in Beverly Hills Cop, there's another weird thing. He's in Beverly Hills to like investigate his friend's murder, but that's it. Doesn't seem. But you know, it it doesn't matter when you have such a charming character,、mm. such a good actor on the screen, and、mm. it's. You have so much fun watching him. You don't care about oh, he doesn't have romantic subplot. Yeah, he was just this、uh, this outrageous guy who、uh, you can put him in any situation and just you is he, it's entertaining. You, you don't、mm. even think you don't even think about like could this happen? Or, no, or not at all. You just go along and yeah. You like that movie? I do. I do. It's were, just so weird. <laughs> it's a weird. I don't know what it is, but it is a, it's, it's weird. It's such a weird idea for for a movie, and、um, but it just works. I don't know. Okay. Well,、um, what else? What Anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Well, I think that's good. And、uh, well, guys, I appreciate you know your well for you guys. It's been eleven years. For me, it's been about eight or so. Nine. Since I started listening,、mm-hmm. so、uh, I'll add a bit to this.、Um, but、uh, just while Ty has here, I just want to thank you guys for all the stuff you've done over the years, and I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye now. Bye bye. Bye guys. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for that voicemail. It was very adorable. I、uh, I just think it's funny. Beverly Hills Cop. Is this realistic? Would this really happen? <laughs> But、uh, did we even get in the fact that Beverly Hills Cop was offered to Mickey Rourke first, and then Sylvester Stallone? 
yeah, it was a script floating out there. Can I just say the story of our lives are, is that most of our listeners found us through the Hollywood Saloon. It's just without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. We owe it all to the Hollywood Saloon, and it doesn't even well, exist anymore. <laughs> yeah. We all owe it all to Andy, basically. Um, I think last time I talked to Andy, I wished him a happy birthday, but I don't know what he's doing these days, but... Uh, Still, I'll always be appreciative of that because absolutely. Ad- Adam Sexton was just telling me, you know, the first time he heard of us was from that. And I think Adam from the Bay Area, too. It's just Rick crazy. I don't think that's a word, but uh, you know what I mean? All right, let's play. Let's let's keep this going, guys. Keep Another voicemail. Again, I have no idea who this is. Let's hit play. Let's go, Steven. Let's go. What do you say? What about you, Bill? You want to keep going? It. All right. Hello, Nowhere Mulberry slash Landfill. It is I, Rick. I'm still listening to every show you put out, so do not be afraid. I have not disappeared. Uh-oh. I would like to congratulate you on the 11 years of putting out podcasts. I think I uh, came in on a voicemail somewhere around uh, 176. It was my first voicemail, but I'd been listening to for uh, quite some time before then. So, let's just say I've been around for a while, and I every time I listen to you guys, uh, it's like home. So, continue what you're doing. I love it all, and like, mm-hmm, do not listen to the ramblings of a drunk man, <laughs> which is me. Good night. This is Rick from Australia, signing out. Thanks, Rick. We haven't heard from you for a while. It was good. It's to always hear good Rick. to hear from Rick. Always good. All right, we got another voicemail, guys. I want to talk like Rick now. All right, guys, let's uh, listen to another. It's an ASMR podcast now. <laughs> All right, guys, we got another. podcast. Do you listen to any of those? What ASMR? Yeah, podcasts. No, not podcasts. I don't know if podcasts exist, but I'll watch ASMR videos as I'm. You know what's? Uh... No, I'll listen to them. I mean. You know what's amazing is uh, Natalie has a friend who is also a, um, a hypnotherapist, and I did a session with her uh, a couple months ago uh, whenever I was freaking out before we were supposed to go on a vacation, and she's got an ASMR voice. Oh, um, really? Yeah. It's it's sort of amazing to go oh, through a hypnotherapy session with that with a voice like that, it just completely sets you at ease. It's, it's really amazing. Relaxing and also like tingly. Yeah. Like, all right, that just, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's very relaxing. Very like, uh, I know it's hard. It's, it's honestly hard to put into words. Yeah, it is. I will, um, stick, one earbud in my ear, the one that's not against the pillow, and I'll put something on. I have a couple of my favorites. One is a woman in a spice store. This I'm not kidding. <laughs> she is okay. How much? Oh, how much coffee would you like? Okay, let's. She's getting coffee, putting it into a little bag. Okay, what else would you like? And she's doing that, and I'm like. <clears throat> I fall asleep instantly. 
I'm not kidding. It's like the most greatest thing ever. And it's just talking about what, what coffees you want or whatever. And I'm just out, man. Go right there. There needs to be, I, I was, I've been using this, uh, meditation this mindful meditation app called buddhify and <laughs> I, yeah and i'll relax, put it relax. on to like go to sleep and that's exactly what's missing from it is that kind of voice because the woman that narrates it it's kind of startling like you're you you go through this whole meditation to uh relax and release and fall asleep and then you're just fading out, and then her voice comes on, it comes back on. It's like, well, like, I, okay, I'm, I'm back. Congratulations, I'm back. you're relaxed now. Yeah. Whoa, what the hell, man? Then Rip Taylor comes out and starts throwing confetti. <laughs> Yikes. All right, we have another voicemail. Let's check it out, guys. You ready? Wait, wait, that was, oh, no, don't lose your order, Jason. <laughs> okay, here we go. Hello, Jaystrom. Hello, Mulberry Bill. Adam. And hello, Stephen, the pop culture zealot. This is Adam Sexton. And if everything worked out all right, all of you were able to make it to the anniversary episode. And I'm able to spend my Friday night in the chat room away from work and feeling like I'm just catching up with old friends. I sent Jaystrom some brief congratulations in a voicemail earlier this week. Thanks. So I'll extend it to the entire group this time. And I know that life gets in the way of the... ETL, Nowhere Mobile Crew getting back together, so I'm thankful for those episodes where it happens. I'm uh, thankful for Jason keeping the show alive week after week. I'm thankful for the fan community keeping the ETL Facebook page alive and well. And I've always said that podcasts like this keep the discussions for the things that interest us alive and always moving. And these days they also turn into just visiting people that you haven't met but can in some way truly consider a friend. The social media landscape is notorious for being toxic and insensitive and just mean-spirited, so I love that you guys have maintained a healthy community for so long. So, Bill, good luck in school, and I'm sure you'll make it through another semester, so just hold in tight there and don't be a stranger to the podcast whenever possible. Stephen, I hope everything's working out for you. And by the way, as, as always, I need to hear uh, about your Stephen King book reading progress because I always love hearing you guys talk about Stephen King. And Jason, thanks for committing to this show week in and week out for adapting when necessary and trying new things such as the audiobook. Thanks for making us laugh and directing our attention to cool things and just being an awesome person overall. You're aces. All of you are. Thanks, man. So that's all from me now, guys. So take care, and here's to another year of Entertainment Landfill. See you later. Bye. All right. Thanks, Adam. Made me feel good. I appreciate that, sir. And uh, how do you feel about that, Stephen? What Stephen King book did you read most recently? I'm, I'm in the middle of a Night Shift collection. Oh, the it's the, uh, the short all the short stories. stories. Yeah. Yes, good I stuff. just finished uh, Trucks, the one that uh, who uh, Maximum Overdrive right. is based in, on. In yeah. that uh, that best of, there's the yeah. part where you say, <laughs> "You can't do this. We made you." <laughs> is that in the short story? Yeah, actually, there is a, a version of that in there. Awesome story. Speaking of better uh, than the movie, um, actually, I think the movie's better than the wow. story. Wow, wow. 
What's I mean, that? the story really doesn't go anywhere. It's, it's, it's pretty short, too. And it's it's like, like 20, well, like 20 digital pages, whatever. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, all it is is it ends with them just pumping gas. It doesn't have them escaping okay. and all that. That sounds kind of boring. And mm-hmm. and you never figure out. It doesn't have why the the machines took over. Yeah, it's like the birds. You never find out why the birds did that. Right. Gasoline. <laughs> now, Bill, what were you going to say? Um, speaking of uh, trucks, you know, not to, not to diminish Maximum Overdrive and Stephen King's uh, masterful directing of the film. Um, have you guys seen the horrific trailer for a film called Monster Trucks? Get in truck. Yes, it's the monster living inside a truck. Oh, my God. I think I was like, what the F? Every time, it seems the past couple times, Natalie and I have gone to the movies. We've seen that trailer, and all we can do is look at one another in absolute dumbfounded horror. Yeah. It's just like, what? There's nothing on here about monster trucks. You love monster truck rallies. And also, Bill, the last of the Reckoner series came out. If you didn't know that. Oh, no, I didn't. Steven, have you read Survivor Type? Is that in Night Shift? No, that uh, one's in uh, uh, different Skeleton seasons. Crew. Skeleton Crew. Shit, I get them all mixed up. I remember that's the one about the guy. On I have the read it, though. I just I read it when I was very young. And it's so funny because Emma is, you know, reads lots of books, but she reads books aimed at her audience, her age group. And I was like, when I was her age, I don't know how many Stephen King stories I've already <laughs> read. Yeah. You know, I'd read different seasons at her age or maybe younger or whatever. And I'm wondering if, like, I when can I, I introduce Stephen through, King to her, you know? I flipped around through... Here, you uh, need to read Christine, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> or Firestarter or some shit like that. Um, I, I flipped around and just read a, you know, probably, I don't know, maybe half of the book. I just saw shorter stories and I was reading them. Uh-huh. And, you just uh, need to download the ebook for Rage and give it to, to I, Emma. <laughs> I was. I've already read that one. I Here. just. I read that. It's about a kid who goes into a school with a gun. You know, even Stephen King has removed that. He. Yeah. It's not for sale anymore, right? Did you find it in a paperback store, or did you own it for a long time? Um, my sister down, had a bunch of books, and it's not for just, sale like at a store, but you could yeah, find it at half price yeah, books. Oh yeah, you can find it, and uh, you can also like download the ebook off of a BitTorrent site. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was uh my my sister got an iPod, iPad that had a ton of books on them and she sent me all the Stephen King that was on there. Cool. I didn't know you could do that. You could like trade books. Well, they I don't like know if it's- Oh, illegally. I own all the books, so I don't feel bad. I did right. pay for books. You you did pay for it at one time. Yeah. I justify it that way. I got I got you. You're in trouble, Stephen. Uh-oh. You know cops can't read. All right. We got another one. Another voicemail. Ow. Let's check it out. Woo-hoo! What's up, Entertainment Landfill guys? And Nowhere in Mulberry Boys? You guys are on year number 11. Holy smokes. Your podcast is older than my son. That is insane. I'm really excited that you guys are doing an anniversary show tonight. Cannot wait to listen to it. 
I'm sorry that I have not left voicemails lately for the daily shows or for the Chuck Companion or for the Dead Ahead or for anything really. Now that I have your guys' phone numbers, it's just nice to text you guys and let you know what I liked about the show. But I guess that's kind of killed off some of the community aspect. I really cannot wait until you guys record tonight. It's going to be going to be a cool vibe. I'm really looking forward to it. Be nice to have the boys. The boys are back in town. Oh That's boy. what I'm talking about. <laughs> Speaking of the Chuck Companion podcast, I really do love it. It's made me more involved with Chuck or put more time and effort into the show. And um, just awesome. the format and the way that Jason does it, it's really cool. A lot of time, a lot of calories burned putting that thing together. And I appreciate the efforts. Uh, I really like that show. I do really love the daily shows, too. <laughs> I, I think my favorite part is trashing the stories that feel the need to cover the most obvious information ever to fill their, you know, word quota or whatever, and the bombs <laughs> that go on. And I really that, that Jason does. Jason will just drop a bomb on a story really, really fast. Yes. I also love TSR-80 uh, being able to speak her mind at the very beginning and just really vent to the uh, the entertainment landfill audience. <laughs> yeah. um, not That's to be co-host. too high and mighty here or to be um, too uh, elitist, but Whoa. being that I am a Patreon, uh, it's really great to hear and listen to the Dead Ahead uh, chapters. I've listened to chapters one and two two times, and oh, wow. Ross just called me and really encouraged me to listen to chapter three. So I think that since I'm putting together some furniture, some back backyard furniture for my wife, it's the perfect time to do that. Well, guys, again. I love you guys so much. Your show means so much to me. I hope that uh, this book takes off and becomes a New York Times bestseller <laughs> and then gets adapted into a, uh, a, screen, a, a screenplay and then a feature film starring Jesse Eisenberg as oh, the yeah, lead totally. character. Oh, my so, God. Wait, Jesse, <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg. I'm thinking of the kid that played Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, that's him. I forgot his name. Anyways, guys, have a great nice. show. All right. Oh, wait, wait. Someone wants to talk to you. Come on, Mike. Come over here. Come over here. Oh, hey, fellas. Uh, it's me, Mike Spangler. <laughs> um, Jason, oh. I wanted to let you know immediately that don't pay attention to the news and the updates that Adam gives you. I do not, in fact, have penis cancer. Oh I am God. not dead. I am alive, and I love your show, the podcast, and the uh, chapter books. Even though I am not a Patreon because I'm on a fixed income and can't afford the dollar per month that it would take to become one. <laughs> Adam has sent me the link to the. Well, I guess you'd call it an audio file, and it's just aces. Grand Slam home run. Fresh and fruity, Rudy Tootie. Thanks, guys, so much. Keep up the good work on your podcast. Bye. All right, anyways, that was Mike Spangler. He just wanted to say hello. Apparently, he's not. um, He's doing well. He's in good health. He is... um, That's good. It's benign. So, anyways, I'll uh, talk to you guys later. This has been way too long. Bye. Well, thank you, Adam. I don't know what you're doing. Why are you hanging out with Mike Spangler? That's what I want to know. But uh, thank you so much. I want to just say this about Dead Ahead, the chapters or whatever. Terrifying putting something (laughs) I've written out there. Mm. But three chapters now. uh, 
editing yourself reading something is the hardest thing to do ever. It is so hard, and I'm so sick of editing my voice. I hate this is what I hate when I'm reading and you hear this. Where I like swallow or yeah. between before every sentence you hear me go like that. And I'm like, yeah. damn it. And I'm like, I need to get a mic. I need to get the little guard thing and everything. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm I'm the final result. I'm proud of, but the doing it is such a pain in the ass. Because usually if somebody records an audiobook, they record it and leave and somebody else edits it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm so glad that uh, the people who have listened to it have told me about it or whatever. Uh, what's funny is my dad, he'll call me and we'll kind of talk about it and stuff. And he's, he says he says nice things. And it actually does make my day just... You know, like Dirty Harry, but uh, <laughs> no, what I mean is just my dad talking about the main fear is that I suck ass. Like uh, it's just terrible writing or whatever. It's garbage. But the fact that and, you know, it is my dad. So I know what you're saying. Like people say, get like when you're an artist or you want to be a comic book artist. I remember the one thing they say is don't ask your parents because they'll always go, oh, that's good. Oh, Google, so proud of you, or whatever. But my dad, uh, just the enthusiasm and the stuff he's talked about, some of the characters, that it makes me feel good. It it cheers me up. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's good stuff. All right, I have one more voicemail, and this is a three, what is this? Voice 1.3 GPP. What, What kind of file is that? I don't know. Let's see if this I've plays. never heard of that. Okay, here we go. Happy anniversary <laughs> from your family. Oh, my God. <laughs> we love you. Say, I love you, Daddy. I love you, Daddy. I don't know what to say at all. Say enter- Entertainment Landfill is the best. Entertainment Landfill slash Mulberry. Nope. Yeah, no more. Mulberry is the best. The best. The best. Goodbye. Oh my God. They're wow. so sweet. Wow. Thank you guys. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. And you can hear baby in the background. Have you noticed no barking tonight, Bill? <laughs> yeah. Then, what's going on with that? Heather took baby, baby, baby over to grandma's. Oh, wow. And baby, I was, baby took a ride. She even said, Hey, do you want me to take the dog for during the show? And I was like, Oh my God, would you, <laughs> that would be like the greatest thing ever. Well, guys, that's all of our voicemail. What do you think? Woo-hoo. That was a lot of voicemail. Love Fest. Does everyone feel reinvigorated, recharged? Yes. That's awesome. And uh, Everyone you know, was awesome. Uh, very much so. I'm just... But unfortunately, Stephen... You're fired. Oh, one thing that I... That. On Wednesday... 11 years in. Yeah, fired. <laughs> you last 11 years... On Wednesday show, I had to break to everyone that uh, because the way the show has changed over the years, you know, Foggy got laid off. No more well, Foggy. Foggy was slacking here the past few years. But he's back, Stephen. He's here no. right now, huh? You so I'd like my money back now. <laughs> now, what's back pay? Bill, I have to ask you for a huge favor. I what? know you're tired. I know you went to school today. Mm-hmm. I know you mowed the lawn. 
I did. Or if you want to call it the lawn, you mowed the ground outside your house. Yes. 360 degrees, right? Like all yeah. the way around. All degrees. You uh, are tired, but. A, li- a little. I have a question for you. What? Could we take a break and come back mm-hmm. and do some DVDs? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. All right. Wait, let me throw some coffee in Steven's face real quick to wake him up. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it, you know? <laughs> I was dozing. All right, guys, you ready to, uh, let's take a break. Take a break? <laughs> Are you guys ready to take a break? All right, guys, we'll be right back. We're not Mexicans. We're from out of town. The problem with supermarket donuts is there's no telling how long they've been laying there. So come to Dunkin' Donuts. We make them fresh day and night. May I point out our special offer? Two pizzas for the price of one. Oh, thank you very much. Excuse me, your shoelace is untied. Oh. Yes, I'd like that two-for-one offer. I'm sorry, that offer has expired. But I just bent over to tie my shoelaces. He did, he bent over. There's nothing I can do. Show me your shoelaces. Some pizza places have temporary two-for-one offers. At Little Caesars, you always get... Pizza, pizza. Two great pizzas for one low price. Good morning. It's time for a healthy breakfast. This time, your kids will eat it. A cereal with lots of protein. Don't worry, your kids will eat it. And complex carbohydrates. It's Cinnamon Life cereal. Relax, your kids will eat it. Cinnamon Life has cinnamon deliciousness baked on the inside, cinnamon crunchiness toasted on the outside. Cinnamon Life tastes so cinnamon good, even grown-up kids will eat it. This cinnamon stuff good for us. What do I know? I'm sweet. Cinnamon Life cereal. Unless they're weird, your kids will eat it. Wouldn't you love a thick, rich chocolate mousse? Think you can't? Well, yes, you can. Introducing Weight Watchers Chocolate Mousse on a Stick. You think you can't, but... Yes, you can. The nutrition in Kellogg's Mini Wheats helps keep me strong and limber. But the kid in me loves the frosted side as much as chopping timber! Now Kellogg's Frosted Mini Wheats makes room for something new. New bite size, shredded wheat nutrition, great taste too. Now even more fit on a spoon. The shredded wheat nutrition helps me keep the feet, but the kid in me finds the tasty frosting knocks me off my feet. Kellogg's Frosted Mini Wheats, original and new bite size. Enjoy extra sugar-free gum. Come on, hurry up. Extra refreshing flavor that keeps coming through. Extra sugar-free gum lasts an extra, extra long time for you. Sugar-free extra is unsurpassed among sugar-free gums and helping to fight cavities. Unsurpassed. And extra has Nutrisweet. Extra refreshing flavor that keeps coming through. Extra sugar-free gum lasts an extra, extra, extra long time for you. Extra helps fight cavities and lasts extra long. There's orange juice, and then there's premium choice. The new not-from-concentrate orange juice from Minimade. A taste so wonderfully fresh, so naturally pure, a lot of people are calling a new Minute Maid premium choice the gourmet OJ. It's orange juice at its best. Squeezed from 100% pure, fresh Florida oranges, not from concentrate. Take one taste and you'll know why people call Minute Maid premium choice the gourmet OJ. My mouth has a terrible time waking up in the morning. Come on. You know why? Most cereals bore it to sleep. Come on. 
Want to see it come alive? Watch. Quaker natural cereal. My mouth gets a charge of whole grains, honey, almonds, raisins, a bunch of different textures, a blast of different tastes. Mm. That's reveling, man. My mouth will never get back to sleep. Once you taste Quaker natural, everything else is just cornflakes. A word about mouths. In Denmark, where they have delicious food, they also have a delicious way to eat less when they diet. Fiber Trim Sparkling Fruit Tabs, a fruity drink with fiber that helps to fill them up. Delicious sparkling fruit tabs from Fiber Trim. For you, my sweet, someday I'll yearn, so I'll protect you from freezer burn. Zipped in a Ziploc freezer bag so tight, you'll be protected night after night. For if, dear fresh and juicy morsel, you're wrapped up wrong, you'll taste just awful. Ziploc seals flavor right in here. Ziploc will keep you safe. Have no fear. Oh, to think when next I meet you, thanks to Ziploc, I'm going to eat you. Ziploc, we've got the lock on food protection. On the horizon, there's something so stirring it will send you in a whole new direction. New Tropicana Twister. Six refreshing fruit combinations that will surprise your tongue and splash you with flavor. Like orange, strawberry, banana. Here it comes. New Tropicana Twister. The taste will blow your thirst away. This is a Cajun Spice Ruffles tater chip. Now, some people might think it's too hot. No, it's not too hot. It's spicy, yeah. Now it's hot, I'll guarantee it. Cajun Spice Ruffles bread potato chips. Why do you care what I eat for breakfast? <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't discuss this while you're under the influence of sugar and preservatives. And what should I be influenced by? Nuts and twigs? Very funny, Rita. Come on, one bite. Oh, great. Nutrigrain. The surprising taste of Nutrigrain almond raisin cereal with no sugar or preservatives added. Mmm. Almonds, raisins, this is much better than I thought. Yeah, kind of like me. Kellogg's Nutrigrain. Dedicated to the ones we love. She looks great. That outfit wouldn't lie. If she eats one more thing, I'll scream. Oh. Oscar Mayer oven roasted turkey is just 25 calories per luscious slice. Someone here already knows that. So go ahead. Just 25 calories a slice. I think it was my love for dessert. But sugar-free jello pudding with all NutraSweet is the dessert you don't have to desert. Hey, Danny, here's one figure you miscalculated. A word about almond joy. Our word for it. Ah, for yourself. Which is the number one chocolate drink in America that has vitamin A? Yoo-hoo. Vitamin B2? Yoo-hoo. Vitamin C? Yoo-hoo. Vitamin D? Yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo. 
Niacin? Yoo-hoo. Calcium? Yoo-hoo. Phosphorus? Yoo-hoo. Potassium? Yoo-hoo. And is 99% caffeine-free and tastes delicious? Yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo chocolate drink. Great taste with nutrition. And remember, shake your Yoo-hoo. 419. This job gives you an appetite. You can't handle a big dog on an empty stomach. I like Snickers on a hot day right out of the icebox. Chilled and packed with peanuts, Snickers really satisfies. Snickers really satisfies you. One of these strawberry fruit snacks is heavier on the fruit. Fruit roll-ups from Betty Crocker. They have twice the fruit of sun-kissed strawberry fun fruits and a third less added sugar. Betty Crocker strawberry fruit roll-ups. Heavy on the fruit. Spread on this, check off that. 36 calories, can't beat that. Give them all a little bit of butter. Pure natural dairy butter. It has only 36 calories per pack, the same as margarine. Give them all a little bit of butter. The season's begun, so get ready for some fun. First, Ben's faced with a dating dilemma. Lesson number one. A telephone is the lonely guy's best friend. I'm not calling one of those 976 numbers. Kirk's sister Candace guests on the season premiere of Growing Pains. Then, uniforms, cheerleaders, it's Dennis the Refrigerator Blunden. Look at this, a backfield in slow motion. The season premiere of Head of the Class after the season premiere of Growing Pains. Tomorrow. What a great day for singing our new song. Good time, good time, great taste, great taste. That's why this is our place, our place. The good time, great taste of McDonald's. First time ever, Red Lobster presents 30 shrimp done four incredible ways for just $8.95. You've never had so many shrimp, so many ways. Shrimp that are golden fried. Scampi, you just must try. Shrimp baked with lots of spice and lemon peppers, all so nice. You've never had so many shrimp at such a price. The deluxe shrimp sampler, just $8.95. Kids shrimp dinner, $1.95 at Red Lobster. Oh, I certainly did, buddy. I certainly did. Ah. Try not to get into too much troubles, okay? <laughs> yeah, you got it, all right? How you doing, TRS-80? I'm putting you all on blast. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stupid terms. <laughs> oh. All right, Hal. At least you didn't show three show 
throw shade at it. <laughs> yeah, it was a, you know Hamilton is like this huge musical, and Lin Manuel Miranda has since uh, left Broadway. Uh, but the other, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. This is how far it's reached, and this means it's reached far for a Broadway musical. When I hear my daughter singing Hamilton from the top of her lungs in the shower. Wow. And that part in Fast Times at Ridgemont High where Spicoli says that, all I can think of is the musical now. All right, Hamilton. <laughs> hey, hey, did you guys see Hamilton on Broadway? Oh, totally, man. All right, Hamilton. I know, right, Spicoli? <laughs> it is awesome. Alexander Hamilton, but it's so, it's just fantastic. My daughter's singing musicals, you know. Stephen, uh, did you go to the bathroom okay? I did. I hope you had a hell of a piss, Arnold. I did. And your name's not? Arnold. (laughs) It doesn't matter. I could kill somebody. (gasps) Oh my God. (laughs) What what does he say? Dios mio? What does he say there, Bill? I could kill somebody. (laughs) Yeah. Adios mio. Oh, guys, I'm just excited. Are we going to actually do some Blu-rays? Did you find some, Bill? Yeah. I want you to do DVDs, Bill. I'm so excited. Get out of my case, motherfucker! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get on your case there, Bill. Sorry. Let just me a little see testy if, today. Let me see if I can find uh, the DVD song. It's been put in the vault, Stephen. It's it's almost getting retired, right? (sighs) Wow, man. Look at all the dust on this song. Old digital dust. Jeez. Man, it's... So, what do you guys say? (laughs) What do you guys say we do some DVDs? Let's do some DVDs. Bill? Let's do them. Oh hell yeah, the DVDs, everybody! Right? Alright, yeah. yeah. So that was Ceylon. Oh. Sorry, I didn't mean to piss off Adama. Is he pissed off at me or you, Stephen? Probably me. Probably yeah, I would go with Stephen. Oh. oh. Oh, man, I miss Colonel Ty. What about you guys? <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't say I really thought much of Colonel Ty lately. I almost oh. feel bad for it. <laughs> All right, Bill, what do we have in the DVDs this week? All right, DVDs and Blu-rays for August 30th, 2016. Starting off with Arrow, the complete fourth season on Blu-ray and DVD. (laughs) All right, Arrow. I got to say this much about Arrow. Promise to take Mr. Diggle with you on your next rendezvous. Oh, you know I will. Uh, I've never finished a season of Arrow. (laughs) I've started seasons of Arrow. I've started... uh, I've never finished... I even watched last season, Stephen. Never finished it. I just can't get through a season of that show. The Flash, watch every single episode. But Arrow, it just always just... 
it's too much. It's too too much. I don't know what to say. I don't think I've ever watched a single episode of Arrow. Steven, look out! <laughs> what kind of arrow hit was that? Is that Bill, you can do better, right? That's forceful. Alright, Bill, look out! <laughs> <laughs> nice! Where did it hit you? In the in in the chest. Right oh my god! Steven! Oh! <laughs> oh, where did that hit you? Right in the belly. Jam, this is you guys need to get to the hospital. <laughs> I I probably won't be able to finish. I'm dying. Oh no. All right, Bill. Arrow, will you ever be trying to watch that show? No. Oh. I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> it's good to be honest. Okay. What else we got? All right, next uh, we have Goodbye. a special release for Adam Sexton. Oh. Criterion has pulled Chimes at Midnight out of their vault. Chimes at Midnight? Sounds like an old movie. It is, 1965, uh, with uh, Orson Welles. It's Midnight. And there's Chimes there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Um, is it about a giant clock, I guess? Yeah, I think so. Why don't you just go away and come back at midnight? Shoot. Uh, I'm sure Adam can tell us more about it. Yeah, please do. Uh, moving on. Or not. No. Uh, <laughs> moving on, we have the Commitments 25th Anniversary Edition. I'm black and I'm proud. <laughs> I believe we have a Commitments drop. Okay, one thing I want to say about... Doing a show for 11 years, we have drops for everything, okay? And Pretty we much. Ha we have a drop for the commitments, and it's this. I <laughs> I never said we were a highbrow show, okay? <laughs> but I swear to God... This is in my regular vernacular. I, uh, my wife would never want me to tell anybody this, but I'll do that all the time. I have to fart. <laughs> Roll the goddamn window down. I have to fart. <laughs> What's so funny about that scene is they're in a uh, truck or a van, you know. They have to pull over because it smells so bad, and they're all opening up windows, and they're all like going, oh. <laughs> So funny. Good I can't believe it's been 25 years. I know. God, I love that movie. That's a great movie. It is a great movie. Uh, next, we have Deathstalker and Deathstalker 2 on Blu-ray. All right, Hal's a Nice. Deathstalker. That guy uh, loves stalking death. The only thing that I find disappointing about this is they, I guess, Shout Factory couldn't get the rights or just didn't. No, they have to have the rights. Uh, There's only one outcome. Because Deathstalker. Death Deathstalker 3 was a Mystery Science Theater 3000 movie. Oh, wow. It's called Deathstalker and the Warriors from Hell. I'm totally not a stalker. So I'm sure they have it. They just didn't feel like releasing it with this uh, with this double pack of the first <laughs> I, and second. I remember films. that one. It is uh, it's some guy who looks like he's from Knott's Landing or something, right? Pretty much, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, it's a particularly awful film. Um, and there's a lot of really great like Lord of the Rings jokes in it. 
And uh, it's just it's one of those quintessential late MST3K series films. Kill somebody. <laughs> Yikes. All right, moving on. We have the Jungle Book. Nice, the Jungle Book. I saw the Jungle Book. Yeah, um, Natalie and I saw it in the theater too. It was great. I really, the 3D was really well done, and the uh, it was kind of amazing to see kind of behind the scenes where they shot you know the kid that played Mowgli entirely on green screen, and yet. The film came alive, unlike really the Star did. Wars prequels. Gandhi didn't even wear flip-flops. He lived in the jungle. I didn't think the dude had shoes. Okay, I don't think that has anything that, to do that's with That's the this. line from the movie. Oh, it <laughs> is. Wow. That's the little kid, Mowgli. Gandhi, he didn't even wear shoes. It's like, dude, Mowgli got into the ganja again. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the jungle, jungle ganja. <laughs> <laughs> But I highly recommend the Jungle Book. It's actually really good. Good stuff. You actually yeah. care about those animals, you know? Yeah, it's well done. And that one Shira Khan dick. Guy's a total a-hole. Am I right? Yeah, Idris Elba played that great. I'm very sorry, sir. He's a oh, real yeah. asshole. Don't you mean Roland? Oh, yeah, that's right. Roland DeShane, yep. That'll be interesting. Dude, all I know is this. When the Dark Tower... First trailer comes out, Bill. We're doing a trailer react for that. Oh yeah, absolutely. We have to. And Steven's going to tell me. I gotta tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me anything. I was thinking about that this week. I was like, "There's nothing I could say." Because if you try to give s- anything away, if you try to slip a spoiler, Steven. <laughs> Well, you already know probably the biggest spoiler from just from blog posts about the film. Oh, you mean about the uh, Horn of Eld? Yeah, that sort of stuff. Uh, Sir, if you just wait a minute. I know. I'm I'm going to read all of the books the week before the movie comes out. There you go. There you go. All right, next we have Me Before You, starring the Khaleesi from Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Yeah. Apparently she's a, she's a caretaker of a recently paralyzed man, and she falls in love with him. Aww. If you should die before you wake. <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> what in the hell, man? What will you become? Oh. Dead? So, so is it any good, Bill? Huh? I have no idea. Should I look up Rotten Tomatoes? Let's look up Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, let's look up Rotten Tomatoes. Me without you. That's or me... Before. Steven, you want some more coffee? Yes, please. <laughs> I really gotta cup. Me before <laughs> you. You man in a cup, not in your face. I'm sorry. We don't have no beer, just tequila. All right. All right, so Me Before You, 2016, it is 58% rotten. Oh. 8% more than just the average, right? Yeah. Wait, so, why is 58% uh, not fresh? Because it's above 50%. I don't uh, 
It's it's it depends on how many people gave it a fresh rating and how many people gave it a rotten rating, right? Is that how it works? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh it's it's uh middle of the road. So there you go. All right. Uh next we have right, right. the night manager on Blu-ray. Oh, this is like custodian, isn't it? No, I think this is actually like an espionage miniseries. Good night. Oh, this Good is night. from Tom Hiddleston, right? Yeah, and, and House. And House, yes. I heard it's really good. Yeah, I'll have to check it out at some point in the future. I, I it, it, Did you say it's on the Blu-rays? It's on the Blu-rays. Would you like to talk to the manager? I'd like to talk to the night manager. Clever. Thank you. <laughs> Right. Case, oh. <laughs> and finally finally you gotta stretch yep. this out bill come on that's all well did you want me to go into the next week yeah come on we don't right. to do this anymore uh we have star wars rebels complete season two on blu-ray okay bill you know how i feel about star wars rebels season two right i do it is awesome it's the bee's knees. It's you gotta watch it. No reward is worth this. No, no, seriously, I think you'd like it. I started watching it and just haven't gotten around to. Uh, it has an epic yet. conclusion. All right, Hal's a- Yeah, it's sweet. Lin Manuel Miranda shows up. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's he's amazing. Or Manuel Lin Miranda. Or is it Lin? Lin Manuel Miranda. Where's it? Miranda Lin Manuel. Totally awesome. What was that? Uh, oh my God, who was <laughs> who was the the Asian filmmaker that it drove me nuts that you said his name backwards? <laughs> uh, Park Chan Wook. Yes, that's it. Oh my God. <laughs> I would always be like, it's so funny. Chan Wook Park. <laughs> So is Lin Manuel Miranda like that? Um, Manuel Lin Miranda or Fat? Ch- wait, Chan Chow Yun Chow, Chow, Chow Fat Fat, fat Yun Chow. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, shit, let's go. Chan Jackie, Bill, promise me you'll watch Star Wars Rebel season two. I promise you, I will. I'm watch telling that. you, it's fantastic. And in season three, they bring back. I mean, they don't bring back. They bring to the new canon the blue guy whose name is blink- I'm blanking on. The blue guy. Yeah, come on. Did you see the one where Papa Smurf took a crutch and smashed the shit out of a guy with a red hat? No. Did you see that one? It's you want to see that Smurf. one? <laughs> Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah, I knew it wasn't General Zod. Come General, on, Jason. General Zod. All my brain was telling me is, dude, it's General Zod. Just say it. No, that's not what it is, brain. No, it's General Zod. <laughs> it is not General Zod. Ah, oh, jeez. All right, I guess we'll move into September, the first (laughs) week of September. Awesome. Uh, We've got The Flash, complete second season on Blu-ray. No, I'd like my money back now. Hey, The Flash is a good show. I love The Flash. 
What do you? I haven't seen? watched an episode of it. Oh yeah, I love. I do like the Flash a lot. It's a great show. I think. Uh, I think the standout uh, Blu-ray of this uh, this general collection is really this next one, and that's Hard Target Two. What? Awesome! Totally awesome! Wait, Hard Target 2? Who the yes. hell stars in it? Scott Adkins. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> okay, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Who? I don't know. I, was he a, is he a wrestler? Is he an MMA guy? I have no idea. Who the f- <laughs> Who is Scott Adkins? I like that his character name is Wes the Jailer Baylor. Who saw that coming? <laughs> so is he like a MMA dude or something? Uh, English actor and martial artist. No, I'd like my money back now. He's not even a wrestler or an MMA guy. Wow, he's just, just- an actor. He's basically the English Jean-Claude Van Damme. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and it's directed by someone with the name Roel René. Mister, if you don't shut up, I'm going to kick 100% of your ass! Or if you're desperate for your next Roel René film, here you go. Oh, I love that guy. He's a real auteur. <laughs> Wait, is he from Mexico? I don't think so. We're not Mexicans. We're from out of town. Oh, he's just from out of town. Okay. All right. Next, we have the Iron Giant on Blu-ray. I love the Iron Giant. Am I saying it right, Stephen? The Iron Giant? Yeah. Is that correct? correct? That is. This is when the actual meaning is the complete opposite from the literal meaning. No, that's irony. (laughs) Long overdue. Bill, how do you just... Take a moment. Yeah. Tell me how you feel about the Iron Giant. I adore this film. I remember seeing it in the theater. It's uh it's 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 like it says, it's it's a rousing adventure that's part metal and part magic and all heart. Wait, you cheated, you read the box. <laughs> hey. Please I'm, tell me that's not a quote I'm, from Harry Knowles. No, I, I, God, no, if it was Harry Knowles, it would have something about Father Geek or 16 millimeter film. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, we finally get this on Blu-ray and it comes out in like an ultimate collector's edition and a signature edition and a signature collector's edition. Dude, they're really going all out, man. Yeah, you've got, uh, it doesn't say what's in it, but there's a figure, replica, props, memorabilia included. It's an awesome movie. Yes, it is. All right, uh, moving on, Karate Kid Part 3 on Blu-ray, because who needs the first two when you have the third one? Yeah, that's real. it doesn't get good until the third one, right, Steve? Yeah, right. You know? You want to see me kick some ass? I don't fucking karate! Yeah, there's a there's a clip of the film right there. It's really good. <laughs> That's the uh, the director's cut, the R-rated director's cut. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi, he uh, 
Doesn't he rip a dude's throat out in that one? <laughs> he does. Just like Roadhouse. What high karate bullshit Asia bullshit crap fighting stuff? Yeah, exactly. Brilliant. Um, here's here's a, a very surprising release. We've talked about this film multiple times before on the show. On Blu-ray, we finally get My Bodyguard. Yes! I'd like you to meet My Bodyguard. I love My Bodyguard. And in fact... It's the boogers that freak me out. That's right. It's the boogers that freak me out. My Bodyguard is Chris Makepeace, Adam Baldwin, a dick, Matt Dillon. Just great film. Very funny. Love it. And it looks, uh, just from the uh, screenshots of it, it looks fantastic. And his grandmother is played by uh, Ruth... Gordon. uh, Gordon. Ruth Gordon, and she's fantastic. That lady, whenever she's on screen, she steals the scene, didn't she? She's so crazy. Ruth Gordon. The only thing that could take away from her scene is if there was orangutan there. Crapping all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Set it up, knocked it down, Bill. Awesome. Am I right? Awesome. Um. Oh, so we don't just oh, get the Karate Kid damn. Part Three on Blu-ray. We also get the next Karate Kid. Do you remember this one? Oh, the Hillary Swank. The Hillary Swank Karate Kid. Oh shit! <laughs> I never saw that one, but I wasn't she being bullied by boys? Like there were actually guys beating her up or something? I I never can't seen the remember. Movie. I blocked it out. It seemed like a little too much. My ass. Yeah, exactly. And while we're on the topic of throat ripping, why not mention Whoa. the collector's edition? Released by Shout Factory of Roadhouse on Blu-ray. Oh, hell yeah. I'll cut your bloody throat. That's not Roadhouse. That's <laughs> Tango and Cash. Um. <laughs> uh, Bill, talk about your love of this movie. Well, I want to punch him in his throat, you know? The love of the movie really comes from the fact that my dad always freaking watched it. Like, he thought it was the greatest film ever made. He would always be watching it. And uh, I just kind of... It was either Roadhouse or Overboard. And between the two, I'd take Roadhouse. And that's, you know, let's just question the fact that, you know, I'm a teenager and my dad's always watching Roadhouse which is filled with naked women and violence and Patrick Swayze's ass uh my favorite <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah so that, uh, that was a little too uh, much <laughs> I don't have the you. details on this collector's edition but I'm sure Shout Factory 
went above and beyond the Call of Duty on this one. There's got to be some amazing commentary tracks, some extras. I'm sure it's going to celebrate the life of Patrick Swayze and the way only Shop Factory can put together. So this is this is a definite uh, think about buying. Yeah. And, you know, we should just mention that it is also a terrible movie, right? Oh, it's god-awful. <laughs> I know it's... what Bill's dad's getting for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. No, no. It's a very entertaining, horrible movie. Just excessive. Didn't Joel Silver produce it? I don't know if Joel Silver produced it. I was thinking but it, did, huh? it has the Joel Silver stink all over it. <laughs> Definitely. You're fine. All right, Bill. Uh, what else do we have on DVD? Unless uh, I think that's it. That's it? Yeah, that's it. Uh, I guess we have to end sometime, right? I mean, if you want to go into, like, September 13th, then you have the 30th anniversary edition of Aliens. <gasps> what? Yes, I've known about this for a while. That's right! Yeah, I can't believe I don't already own this. Oh my god. I'm gonna buy this, Bill. Absolutely badasses. It looks like an awesome set. Let's get it on. You know it. Oh yes, I love aliens. One of the most quotable movies ever made. Am I right, Steven? Yes. Oh. Steven? Game over, man. <laughs> Game over, man. Game over. Bill, still there? Yeah, and I, I think. Well, I'm trying to think. That's perfect. Couldn't say it better myself. Yeah. One more. Wait, wait. Which one was that? No, no, not that one. <laughs> Hicks, Hicks. You always were an asshole, Gorman. Oh, here we go. Steven, look out! Oh, there you go. Oh, Steven, here's some more coffee. <laughs> I'm always kidding about that, Bill. Please. Bill, thank you so much for doing the DVDs. Is that it? Yep, that's it. And we do know, I, I talked about it a while back, but James Cameron has let it slip that they're actually working on an Abyss Blu-ray. And we don't know. I assume it's going to be the director's cut, not the theatrical. But we don't know at this point. That would suck. If it was the theatrical? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't wait all this time for just the theatrical. We want the director's cut. Amazing. All right, Bill. It's been so great to hear you do the DVDs again, right, Steven? It was awesome. All right, Bill. Thanks for doing the DVDs this week. You're welcome. Awesome. Totally awesome. Thank you. Good night. Here all week, try the veal. And see
such a simple person really <laughs> i'm entertained so easily guys thank you so much for listening to the special wait what, what do we call it? the etl it, 11th anniversary special what do you say is that a good name steven yes i was thinking it's a shady special Nowhere in Mulberry presents the entertainment landfill 11 anniversary special whoa it's biggest name ever could be what do you think of that bill i think it's perfect Good. Did you threaten this customer or use profanity in any way? No, I did not. No. I, I know you're not supposed to do that. Right, Stephen? Right. I could kill somebody. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Everyone in the chat room, thank you for listening. We got Credo is in there, Bill. We got Natalie, Ken Preventure, Adam Sexton. I know that John Waltz stopped by at one point. Thank you guys so much for listening live. That's awesome. It's always good to have a, you know, a chat room with people in there. I think the Mixler chat room actually works pretty good. What, the neat thing about it, Bill, is it'll pop up on my desktop, even if I don't have it open, if somebody oh, sends nice. a message. So if somebody says, hey, Jason, or something. Oh, sorry. I know that they sent me something. What was that? Um... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, honestly, what was it? It was wow, amazing. Bill, Bill's putting me on blast. Dude. <laughs> He's putting me on burp blast. No, was I, that a burp? I, I tried to try to bat. I, I, I tried to hide my burp. By the way, can I just say, having freaking drops again on the show? Wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, come on! What this happens is... when you pull Foggy out of the the, the balls? Oh, <laughs> oh, <damn it. laughs> come on! We can't play burps and not have Revenge of the Nerds booger burp. Am I right? Right. Yeah. Woo-hoo! Was that the first Revenge of the Nerds or the Nerds in Paradise, the second one where he's training to do the longest burp? It's, it's No, that is the first that's movie. The okay, first that's one. the first one. Before they screwed with the cannon. When he goes up to <laughs> he and Ogre are having the burp contest. I know okay. I've seen the second one, but it's not very memorable. I just remember there's a guy, he goes, Master, like a guy, but... Um, my, yeah, there was the guy from Big Trouble in Little China. Just thinking about, yeah, yeah, what, James Wong? James Wong. He was teaching him to hawk a loogie. The fact in Revenge of the Nerds that it's okay that they snuck into the, you know, the sorority, planted cameras everywhere, and watched them all naked, then took said nude picture of Betty Childs and put it in pies and sold those pies, then... Follows her with a mask on, <laughs> performs uh, oral, pleasuring. oral on her when she thinks it's her boyfriend, finds out it's not her boyfriend, and is okay with it. Yeah, we've we've had this Revenge of the Nerds and creepy rape discussion before. It's, it's, uh, it's not an appropriate film. It's really not. It's Yet somehow we all love it. 
The fucking robster cries. <laughs> it, it's a. I love that movie. Well, I think I have a thrush. <laughs> a thrush. I think I. I think I have a thrush. What the fuck is a thrush? <laughs> it's, not, it's not a very good. God, uh, that movie is so wrong on so many levels now. I mean, it's making fun of a, the way a Japanese guy talks. It's so offensive. Am I right? Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, just wow. But you know what? Whenever it's on, guess what I watch? Because <laughs> I got to watch that. Clap your hands, everybody. Everybody, everybody clap, clap your, hands. your hands. We're Lambda, 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 and Omega, Omega Moves. <laughs> Gotta love it. I always like the uh, the refurbishing of the uh, the fraternity house with the put one foot in front of the other. Yeah. Oh, and there's the one of the, you know, because a lot of movies have dated, like, the computer scenes are so unrealistic, but that scene where he like programs and it's an animated version of him and the girl, and then they hold hands and they're going, doo, 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 doo. Like, yeah. it's like, okay, wait, what? How did he program this? <laughs> he like just does it real quick, then instant messages to her computer, which I'm not sure existed yet, did it? Get on this again? <laughs> the, burp. the burp. Oh, yeah. I was like, how, how did we, we segue to the Revenge of the Nerds? Well, I was like, why are we talking about this again? I can't remember. Oh my god. I'm very sorry, sir. No, I, I'm sorry too. But like I said before, Stephen and Bill, I'm so I was so happy that we got to do the show. I was excited about it all week, prepping for it. I did an intro. You know how long it's been since I've done an intro? Or done. You asked me ahead of time, are you going to be in town? And I was yeah. like, so you've got to be here. <laughs> this is the 11-year anniversary special. This shit is important to me. <laughs> Not to anybody else, but I'm so glad that we got to do this. Bill and Steven, love you guys. Love talking to you about stuff. Love all the voicemails. Thanks, everybody, for the voicemails. I was, I don't, you guys don't know this, but I was very touched by my own family sending a voicemail. <laughs> I thought that was really sweet. Oh, was. Um, uh, thank you, everybody, for the encouragement over the years and just the support of the show. And uh, you guys know where to get the rest of the shows at nimpodcast.blogspot.com. Also, you know, I'm building, slowly building the archive. I've got it like from episode one to near, maybe 80. And then I'm going to load. Basically, every month I do about 10 episodes more or whatever. Take, you know, you're uploading stuff or whatever. But eventually, it's going to be a bitchin' archive, okay? It's, it's you know, it's taking more work than I thought. But it's going to be a wicked, bitchin' awesome archive with... And one thing I want to say this. Uh-oh. Another burp coming. Still burp. <laughs> uh, Bill. Yes. The last regular show we did... Uh, what I mean is in the old format of, you know, the intro, we talk about TV shows, we have clips, we have the break and all that stuff. DVDs was episode 306 of entertainment landfill. And I was like, wow, that's really like when I stopped count of the shows, because then I started 
you know, ETL daily one through 20 something or whatever. It kept going. Then, you know, did some Chuck series companions, then ETL news, whatever trailer reacts, specials, whatever, uh, you know, movie, hardcore Henry, whatever, all that. We're over 400 episodes. Wow. Basically. How cool is that? That's impressive. And I want all the shows to be available very soon for everyone who wants it. Uh, but super secret archive of very hard to get things. I don't know. I don't think anyone cares about this. But a patron only archive also of very rare things. First time Bill and I were ever interviewed. Incredible hard hitting interview by Anto Bird. Oh my God. <laughs> Just. There was also Bill and I actually filled in for. Do you? Can you believe? Oh Jesus! You don't actually have that. Bill and I filled in for Antubert and hosted his show. Can you believe that, Bill? We did that. I just remember that being very painful. It's very painful, but very entertaining listening back awesome. to it. <laughs> um, Bill, I have the phone call where you called B Dub. Oh wow. <laughs> Oh, my God. I have so much stuff that I would love to have in a super secret archive. Uh, but, guys, thank you so much, Bill, Stephen. Uh, Is there stuff of the uh, knives of stabbing weapons we were they were torturing that guy with? Uh, in fact, that Fre- Stephen Freidnot Anderson uh, clip show that aired before this. It's Toby. He goes, you're on the air, nocturnal emissions. And Andy's going... <laughs> Knives and stabbing weapons. <laughs> He's like, okay. Knives and stabbing weapons. He's like, uh, okay. Yeah, knives and stabbing weapons. Knives and stabbing weapons. Knives and stabbing weapons. And he's like, all right, okay, we get it. Knives and stabbing weapons. I just remember we kept calling all night long. And at one point he started talking about like uh, 9-11 truthing shit like knives and stabbing weapons and uh, i was like well you know uh whenever you get down deep into the uh the molten steel it just proved that uh that jet fuel melting the steel could turn them into knives and stabbing weapons yes <laughs> all right how's it <laughs> it was so disappointed it was like he thought he finally had a serious person calling to talk about what he wanted to talk about but no pulled the rug right from out from under him those were the good old days would i say that good old days okay yes we were miserable but at the same time some of the most entertaining shit we've done, am I right? Yeah, just torturing the various programs on Talk Radio X. The fact that some people won't get in the Cloverfield show, if you go back and listen to that only, but not the rest of the TRX episodes, we were always interrupted every episode with, I'm Ollie Barrett, and here's the news. There was like this Ollie Barrett guy is interrupting our show for the news that no one gave a shit about. Because it made it seem more like a radio station, right? So on the Cloverfield episode, it's so hilarious. All of a sudden, there's Bill, and he's like, Hello, I'm Ollie Barrett. <laughs> it's just like, That's not Ollie Barrett, that's Bill! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, it's genius. That, or whatever happened to good old Ollie. Good old Ollie Barrett. Uh, but good times. Oh, man, I've loved every second of it. We've had so much fun on the show. 
And uh, every once in a while, you know, well, one thing I will say about this, you know, I'm doing the ETL news or whatever. Never listen back to the shows. Once I'm done, I put them out. Hopefully people enjoy them. But I listen to the shows with you and Bill, Stephen, where we're just laughing our asses off. Those are the things that I want to relive because it's the good old days or whatever. And uh, it may be sad, but uh, we had a great time and it's still fun to laugh and stuff. You know, it's good stuff. No kidding. <laughs> I feel like they're Ollie Barrett is on Twitter. Oh, nice. I need to follow Ollie. I'm Ollie Barrett. Do you remember that, Stephen? Yeah. I had to go. Uh, we would be talking. Okay. So anyway, this week on Apprentice, uh, we got to take a break, Jason. And be like, what? It's like we're on the real radio. They're about to force us to break. And I'd be like, oh, shit. So then we'd play our break, which yeah, we knew. Bill was our timekeeper. Yeah. He'd be like, and then we were only on for two hours. So it'd be like, uh, we got about five minutes left. And it'd be like, okay, well, Bill, hurry up. How many DVDs we got left? We'd be like that. And then I remember when we finally quit and then did our own thing, our own feed or whatever. I remember we tried a couple of places, but it was just like, we can go as long as we want. We can do whatever we want. So we went from two-hour shows to like three-and-a-half-hour shows. Yeah, they went on forever. The shows never ended, but it was great. It's good stuff. Ah, the good old days. Poor Bill with the no voice the next day, I'm sure. There were some times, Bill, that you would be like your voice would be ragged by the end of the show. Oh yeah, yeah. Be, uh... I, I remember those days. <laughs> uh, good times. I but remember. it was worth it. It's so much fun. Even like, uh, afraid not. He captured or Stephen is his name. Stephen Anderson. He captured some of the great Vanessa moments too. And that I think I'm going to re-release that show on the feed with this one. It's going to be the Frayed Knot special, and then this show. Nice. So you can kind of relive those old shows because there's some great stuff on there. Just it was cracking me up. Uh, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and end the show, guys. Again, thank you for supporting Nora Mulberry slash ETL for all this time. It's been a great time, and. Uh, what are you guys waiting for? Get out there, go see some movies. What else, Steven? What else could they do? TV shows. Yeah, huh? Maybe stream some stuff. Maybe play some video games. Read a book. What else, Bill? What else could they do? Polish spoons. Polish some spoons. Freddie Forks might like you if you yeah. did that. No, he'd polish forks. Well, then he <laughs> might like you. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Steven, here's some coffee. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I just had to do it. All right, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye. See Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Stephen Bell, bye. Bye, bye, Bill. Try not to get into too much troubles, okay? <laughs>
is podcasting. I could kill somebody. <laughs> uh, is there a problem here? Can I help you, sir? Try not to get into too much troubles, okay? <laughs> Your employee here used profanity and threatened me with violence. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I am so tired of dealing with incompetence. We're from out of town. I'm very sorry, sir. So long as we've got some time to kill, I think I'll have a beer. 